All right. We have a homework assignment. All right. I'm just going to take about five minutes, but I want to just give you your homework assignment for next week because we're going to share a little bit more in depth uh, what I'm going to give you. They say words mean things. Words mean something. Have you heard that phrase? Words mean something. And that's true. We need to be very careful of our words. We need to guard our words because our words can communicate life or they can communicate death. And so words mean something. That being said, there are some words that pretty much mean nothing until it's experienced. Okay? If you have never, ever tasted chocolate, for me to say to you, chocolate means nothing. I have nothing to refer that to. I have no experience to look back on. That's not been an experience. Chocolate. What? Chocolate. Well, you can describe it. Well, they have dark chocolate. They have light chocolate. They have white chocolate. And they have milk chocolate. And they, and they have all these different kinds of chocolate. And, it, and, it, and, it, and you're going to get that from a bean, you say? And so that means nothing. If we've not lived in the experience of opening up a Hershey bar, putting that dude in your mouth, letting it dissolve, or eating your mother's chocolate cake with Bluebell on top of it. I know, it's lunch. But the word that word means nothing unless there's the experience of chocolate. Well, the word wonder is another one of those words. What does it mean to wonder? Wonder about something. We think, well, huh, I'm going to wonder about I wonder about that. But the word wonder only carries significance for us if we have ever experienced wonder. And what I want you to do this week is I want you to go to the Scripture and I want you to ask the Lord to show you some things about wonder. Primarily, where we'll lead with that is the wonder of God. It's very easy to break our God down into the human element that somehow God's kind of like us, but a little bigger. And when we do that, that's indicative that we've lost the wonder of what God is about. I want you to look at the verses that talk to Israel about remembering the wonder of God and what happened when they forgot the wonder of God. See, when we lose the wonder of God, God becomes controllable. He becomes completely understood. And the things of God become trivial because we've lost our wonder about who God is 
and what God is like. The Webster defines wonder this way. A cause of astonishment or admiration. A cause of astonishment or admiration. I would venture to, venture to say that when you first met the Lord, there was a sense of wonder. Well, there was for me. I'd been in and out of church all my life, and, you know, RA, they wouldn't let me be a GA then. Uh, RA, and, you know, all, some, for some of you, it was Royal Rangers and all those things, and memorized all those verses, and you have to memorize a verse to play basketball. So, yeah, I'm going to memorize it. And so I'd been through all of those things, but all of a sudden now, it was different. Having met him, there was a tremendous sense of wonder. Wow. This is the God you guys have been talking about. And somewhere along the line, it's very easy to lose that sense of wonder. And God cautioned Israel about losing the wonder, the awareness of the wonder of God. So it's a cause of, astonish, of astonishment or admiration. It is a quality of exciting, amazed admiration. Exciting, amazed admiration. Does that describe your quiet time? Does that describe the anticipation that you have in getting to go be alone with the Lord? Is there a sense of exciting, amazed admiration? Here's another definition. Rapt, R-A-P-T, rapt attention or astonishment at something awesomely mysterious or new to one's experience. Read that again. It's the rapt attention or astonishment at something awesomely mysterious or new to one's experience. Now, I know that Solomon, the wisest guy in the world, wrote the book of Ecclesiastes. And the theme of Ecclesiastes is there's nothing new under the sun. Same old stuff. You felt that this week. Somebody said, my travel plans for this week, I'm going to go to the window. And then I'm going to go to the door. And then I'm going to walk down the hall. And I'm going to go back to the window. And all of a sudden, there's nothing mysterious at all. Rapt attention or astonishment at something awesomely mysterious or new to one's experience. Solomon was right. There is nothing new under the sun. Everything that's there has been repeatable. Five things he refers to. Learning, liquor, laxter, luxury, and lust. All those things he tried, looking for something new. But I want you to understand something. Just because there is not anything new doesn't mean there aren't new to be discovered. There's nothing new under the sun. 
but there is an awesome amount of God to be discovered. And we lose our sense of awe when our God consists of, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. It's all intellectual. It's all cerebral. It's all theological. And God never intended for himself to be contained in our mind. He intended for us, he intended to be experienced, explored, and discovered, and embraced. And if we lose that sense of awesomely mysterious, we lose our sense of wonder. And it just becomes burdensome and a chore and a job and something that we do that's religious. We lose that sense of wonder, that sense of what's he going to show me today that I didn't know before. What's he going to show me today that's contrary to what I already know? Is there even room for that? Am I willing to go to the Father and say, God, show me where I'm wrong? I know there's not much, but show me things that I believe that are not true. Wonder. A sense of wonder of who God is. Little children have it. Everything is new to them. Even if you've done it 50 times, do it again. Do it again. Pick me up, granted, do it again. They have that sense of wonder. You know why they have that sense of wonder? They know there's a lot they do not know. And they want to know what they don't know. We lose that. We know. I know. Yeah, I know. I know that. Yeah, I know. And when we do that, and we do it with God, well, are you this, that, that, or this? What's your preference? Presbyterian, Washeterian, Abbotarian, Drac, what are you? Baptist, fundamentalist, charismatic, Pentecostal, what are you? Give me a box to put you in. We lose our sense of wonder. We get up in the morning, it's another day, nothing new today, nothing exciting today, just a boring day, same old day. We rule out the possibility of exciting, amazed admiration. It's like surprise, surprise. God, surprise me with your wonder. Surprise me with your awe. And I come to understand how awesome you really are. So this week I want you to, if you don't have Facebook, I'll give this to Steve and get him to post it, what I read this morning. Just read that, take a look at it, talking about, Lord, I want want you to show me your wonder. I want to be amazed today. I want to be surprised today. Look at Scripture. Ask the Lord to show you something new about wonder. Ask the Lord if you've lost your wonder. You lost your sense of surprise, your sense of amazement, your sense of astonishment. Whoa, God did that. That's awesome. I love being around people that are 
in awe of God and haven't got him figured out. Okay, any questions? So be it. Hope you thaw out this week. Go to Scripture. Ask the Lord to show you about wonder. Show you what Scripture says about wonder. Ask the Lord if you've lost your wonder. And ask Him to reveal it again to you.